0: Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay on Friday, November the 26th. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. It's Black Friday and climate activists have been staging a protest at a huge Amazon warehouse in Dartford. Extinction Rebellion blocked roads at several sites across the country to disrupt the company's business on its busiest day of the year. Well, our reporter Sean Delaney was at the Littlebrook Business Centre earlier.
1: So I've just drove down uh, Rennie Drive uh, on the approach to the Amazon Distribution Warehouse uh, based uh, near the Dartford Crossing. There isn't any visible presence of protesters at the front to the industrial estate. However, as I've drove further down, there's quite a large presence of stewards and cones have now been laid out on the road, barring access to the car park and main entrance. Um, Upon entering the uh, premises, I was informed by staff that uh, it was a private property and barred access to the site. Um, However, they did tell me that uh, protesters were still on site and police had been called. Um, I could see one police vehicle there, um, and as I was exiting the site, there was at least two police vans turning into the estate off of Rennie Drive.
0: The group are accusing Amazon of exploiting people and the planet. Around 20 campaigners arrived at the site just before half four this morning and some locked themselves onto concrete and wooden structures. They say they intend to stay there for at least 48 hours. Rob was among them.
1: It's a huge action. It's also part of a sort of global solidarity action, which is that... um, Along with Progressive International, many unions have been organising actions against Amazon today, on Black Friday, around the world, so this has reverberations around the world. Um, and what we're asking for is, you know, well, on one level we're saying we need to make Amazon pay. So I should be really clear when we're, we're absolutely, you know, sad that this involves disrupting workers. I was speaking to a lorry driver just earlier who wasn't able to make a delivery and said that he would be automatically fined for not being able to make that delivery on time. Um, which just goes to show it's, it's another sort of uh, way in which the, the business model works. That you know, it's, putting the, it's putting the pressure on, on people. You know, in that situation, the situation is out of his control. It is our fault as protesters that we've chosen to do it on this day, that he so happens to be there. But at the same time, he's not the target. The target here is about Amazon. It's about the business model of Amazon. It's about this business model of mass consumerism and incredible growth. Um, that, is, that is actually destroying the planet. In, in very real terms, it's destroying the planet. And Jeff Bezos is you know, ultimately at the head of that and, and responsible. And then to talk directly about the environmental point, uh, Amazon, I think it was 2018, reported figures of uh, producing 60.6 million metric tons of carbon per year, which is the same as burning 140 million barrels of oil. That's a huge amount and that's only Amazon's work, so it's not even the supply chain, it's not even the products, it's not even what went into the products, the plastics, the packaging, it's not even any of that. So it's, it's equivalent to, to a medium-sized country, not a small country. Amazon it has the carbon footprint of a medium-sized country and that's only what we've quantified and it's growing.
0: Earlier, police said officers were in attendance and working to end the protest whilst liaising with partner agencies and the managers at the business to minimise traffic disruption in the area. Other sites blockaded include Doncaster, Darlington, Newcastle, Manchester, Bristol, Tilbury, Milton Keynes and Dunfermline. Well, Dartford MP Gareth Johnson has issued a statement today. He says it's not right for people to take the law into their own hands and impose themselves on others. People have a right to get to work without environmental extremists deciding that their views should trump basic freedoms. It doesn't just impact Amazon, but the thousands of small businesses that supply Amazon on the busiest trading day of the year. Amazon themselves have also released a statement. This is what it says. At
1: Amazon, we take our responsibilities very seriously. That includes our commitments to be net zero carbon by 2040, 10 years ahead of the Paris Agreement, providing excellent pay and benefits in a safe and modern work environment and supporting the tens of thousands of British small businesses who sell on our store. We're proud to have invested £32 billion in the UK since 2010, creating 10,000 new permanent jobs across the country this year alone and generating a total UK tax contribution of £1.55 billion in 2020.
0: Thanks to Jamie for reading that for us and you can see pictures and video from that demonstration plus we'll keep you updated on the story at Kent Online. Kent Online News. More news today and detectives investigating the disappearance of a Kent mum are continuing to question a man on suspicion of murder. 34-year-old Alexandra Morgan was last seen at a petrol station in Sissinghurst near Cranbrook on Remembrance Sunday and hasn't contacted her children or family since. A 40-year-old from St Leonard's near Hastings was arrested yesterday. A 15-year-old boy who survived a crash in Headcorn which killed four other people is now awake and has spoken. Jerry Cash has been hospital since the vehicle he was in hit a tree on Lenham Road last month and he was initially put in an induced coma. He suffered a serious brain injury, a broken pelvis, punctured lung and a damaged liver. His mum has described his recovery as a miracle. A motorcyclist in his 60s has died in a crash on the M2. The motorway, as you may have heard, was closed for most of yesterday following the collision between junctions 1 and 3 in Medway. A suspected dangerous driver, who's also accused of absconding from prison, has been arrested following a police chase near Sittingbourne. A van reportedly failed to stop for officers who had to carry out a controlled stop of the vehicle near the Key Street roundabout. The 22-year-old suspect is due in court next month. Another man's also been detained for his involvement and released. Now more on the asylum crisis following the deaths of 27 people in the channel on Wednesday and Pretty Patel's being shut out of talks after Boris Johnson said we need to send people back to France. The Prime Minister wrote a letter to the French President, which officials there say is unacceptable. They've now said the Home Secretary is no longer welcome at a meeting with other European Nations. Transport Secretary Grant Shapps says there needs to be international
2: cooperation. Issue is originating from France and it does mean that the action is required there on the beaches and that's why we're appealing uh, to the French to to work closely, even closer with us uh, on this. It's in all our interests to get on top of it.
0: Bridget Chapman, who you may have heard on the podcast before, is from the Kent Refugee Action Network and she says there needs to be an immediate fresh approach to solve the issue. We've got to be working with France to set up an office so that people's asylum claims can start to be processed on that side of the channel, and then we bring people across in a safe and regularised fashion. That would be much cheaper. At the moment, we're wasting millions of pounds of taxpayers' money on this.
2: Kent Online
1: reports.
0: A Border Force officer has appeared in court accused of being involved in the supply of drugs and ecstasy tablets. The 42-year-old was arrested near his place of work in Folkestone and is due back in court in January. Fishermen have blocked French ports, ferry traffic and the entrance to the Channel Tunnel in protests over post-Brexit fishing licences. They're angry that the UK hasn't granted more licences to fish in its waters. Benoit Fern is from the Fisheries Committee in northern France.
1: We really want to be heard. We want the government to react. And so far, you know, 11 months after we were promised the licences, there was nothing happening. So I think that's the last solution. We waited until the last minute, really. There were a lot of negotiations. We're not going to interfere. But now, now we've had enough.
0: Britain insists it's respecting the post-Brexit arrangements. Listen to updates on our sister radio station, KMFM, for details on any cross-channel travel disruption that this might cause. A Kent father and son who kept dogs in unacceptable conditions have been banned from owning animals. The courts heard the 42- and 22-year-olds from Ditton bragged about using them for hunting. All eight dogs have now been rehomed by the RSPCA. Part of Kent could get snow this weekend. A yellow weather warning comes into force from midnight and will last until 10 tomorrow morning. It could mean some travel disruption. Meantime, the RNLI is urging us to stay safe near the Kent coast as Storm Arwen brings strong winds. We'll keep you updated on any travel problems via our blog at Kent Online. You can also hear updates on KMFM. Three people have been arrested after a crowbar and hammer were used during a fight in Ashford. Police were called to the high street and used CCTV to help identify the suspects. You can see pictures of the weapons at Kent Online. Football and some Gillingham fans claim they're being banned from going to matches after taking part in protests against the club's owner. A growing number of supporters have called for chairman Paul Scally to leave. One season ticket holders told us he was denied entry to Tuesday's game at home to Cheltenham following demonstrations. The club say it has no comment at this time. A Wild West film set in Kent has been destroyed in a fire. No one was hurt when the blaze broke out at Larado Western Town in Forkham near Longfield. More than £12,000 has been donated to an online fundraising page to help rebuild it. Kent Online reports. A luxury family estate in Thanet is going to become a wedding venue. At Kent Online today, you can see pictures of Chapel House near Minster, which dates back to the 13th century and has been kept out of public view for decades. It'll start hosting weddings from next year, despite complaints from neighbours about traffic and noise. KMFM's Andy Walker is helping switch on the Christmas lights in Gillingham this evening. We'll have pictures on the website after the event. Meantime, the Rochester Christmas Market gets underway tomorrow with the lights in the High Street also switched on later in the afternoon. A drag queen from Tunbridge Wells has been crowned the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Crystal Versace was just 19 when they filmed the series earlier this year, making her the youngest ever contestant to reach the final. She's described it as the most amazing experience. And Kent's biggest panto opens tonight. Jack and the Beanstalk is on at the Marlow in Canterbury. It's their first panto with an audience since before the pandemic, as last year's was streamed online instead. Blue star Duncan James will play the lead role
1: nowadays we're so consumed or kids are so consumed with their phones or computers or the television it's just so nice to be able to get out watch some live theatre and actually bring some magic to the stage and that's what Panto does parents can come to see some live theatre over Christmas time brings all the family together and actually Pantos are not just for kids you know they are there's lots of adult humor in there as well which goes up, lots of innuendos, which goes over the kids' <laughs> heads. So the, the adults love it, and the kids love it. And to be part of something so special, I think, at Christmas, it makes me feel, as a performer, really happy.
0: It runs until the 9th of January.
1: Kent Online Sport.
0: Football and Gillingham will be hoping to avoid dropping into the League One relegation zone as they host Portsmouth this weekend. The duels are just a point above the bottom four after back-to-back defeats. Tomorrow's visitors to Priestfield are up in ninth. Here's manager Steve Evans.
2: Everyone is in a much better place when you're winning football matches. It puts more strain on the management team when you're looking to saying another player injured, another player injured, and no, all with different types of injuries, which makes it hard to accept. So we're, we're both focused on trying to win tomorrow. Yeah, it's a big occasion. You know, they're a Premier League club, all bar in where they're playing, but you play where you play. Fantastic support base, big crowd travelling tomorrow. They're in a good run of form. They were, you know, they were in form similar to us until three, four weeks, probably three weeks ago, and suddenly one, the, you know, late winner, and all of a sudden things change, and confidence plays a part. Um, but they're a, they're a good side. Their expectation is promotion, nothing else. Um, but it's an opportunity for us to get back to winning ways. It'll be a massive boost. I think, listen, we, we, we all we all have a moan up as managers, don't we, but players and injuries and suspensions and things. But I looked at the bench. I mean, Portsmouth got a terrific result, 3-0 away at Lincoln. We did it last year, but now hard it is. And um, they've gone there. But I looked at the strength of the bench and I looked at, same as Danny Cowder, I look at the strength of the bench that we are coming on against Cheltenham and it's chalk and cheese, really. Um, but from that, we are where we are. And, and without these kids around us, we'd be in a, a really difficult place. You know, So from that point of view, we'll strip the best eleven we can try and win that game, we'll strip the best bench we've got, and, and hopefully we'll get in the trenches and, and have a fight. At this minute in time, we're in the hardest league one ever, and we needed as so much experience and knowledge in the players' heads and bodies that we can find. We need, we need men, um, but you know these, these youngsters, and I call them youngsters, We'll quickly become men if we keep having to put them into battle. Supporters, managers, staff, chairman—we all live and breathe it. We're all desperate to get back to winning ways, desperate to get back on the road with points. Listen, there's absolutely no doubt when we've we'll a squad available, we'll we'll quickly be in mid-table and looking up. But. We need to work hard, extra hard, if that's possible, to, to try and get there.
0: Kick-off tomorrow is at three. You'll be able to follow the match action at kentonline.co.uk. And Kent tennis star Emma Rajikanu has been named the Sunday Times Sportswoman of the Year. The teenager from Bromley won the US Open in September and is currently 19th in the world rankings. Kate French from Meppham, who won Olympic gold in the modern pentathlon in Tokyo, was also nominated. Well, that's all from us for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook facebook twitter and instagram plus you can also get access to the ad free kent online premium site by subscribing just head to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe we hope you have a fantastic weekend i'll be back with a podcast on monday
2: news you can trust this is the kent online podcast